So welcome to More to Life. You know, this thing's been around for, believe it or not, three years with about 190 people at a base that we contact and different people show up on different times. But mainly it exists, you know, twice a month to get together, share a little bit of dessert. Um, we'll get a little creative in the next upcoming year about some of the things we do on these nights. But up until now, it's pretty much been Phil standing up front, sharing ideas, you know, encouragement, insight, whatever. Um, trying to encourage community, trying to encourage vulnerability, trying to help whoever take the next step in their life and whatever that might look like, right? Um, I went to an AA meeting once for my sister-in-law and I was floored. I was like, we should all be doing this kind of a thing regularly all the time. Right? It was the best night ever. I walked away thinking, this is incredible, and how come more people, A, don't know about this, and B, don't go? Um, so anyway, we're trying to create a group similar to that, maybe. And it exists here in Summit County. It's called More to Life. Hopefully, it reminds you of you know, things that are really important. And you can have some time just to sit, relax, enjoy, listen, reflect, and maybe get a little nudge, a little nudge to take the next step. Last time we were together, which was last Tuesday, I introduced a series called Permission Slip. And I started talking about the idea that we are hardwired from a young age taught to ask for permission. And right away, we also learn how to work the permission system as well. Because we have to ask permission so many times that we start learning, hey, it might be better to do this or maybe that. Some of the things I said was, you know, based on what you're asking and the outcome you desire, you might go to someone different when you ask the question. Like in my household, with my mom and my father, what I wanted permission to do, sometimes I would be like, no, I should definitely talk to my mom about that one, right? Or no, maybe I'll start with my dad. And then someone brought up after last week, they were like, you know, sometimes you talked to both parents, right? Like I started over here because I thought I would get the right answer, didn't get the right answer. So then I go ask over here, like that conversation never took place. And I come over here and I ask again and I get my answer and then later on I get busted, right? Because I asked from two different places, no, no bueno. But, and then we talked about like the fourth way you kind of work the system is when you just say, forget it, I'm not gonna ask permission at all. I'm going to ask for forgiveness. Like that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna go right ahead and do what I wanna do. But I pointed out last week that lots of times in life, we get older and you kind of wish you had someone to ask at different times of life. You hit these periods and you bump into something and you're not really sure and you feel a bit indecisive because something's uncertain, unknown, or uncomfortable and you kinda don't wanna take that next step but there are so many times that we need to work the permission system again on our own behalf, on our own behalf. And like what I said was you need to find that inner pushover parent and grant yourself permission to do that thing you know you need to do. You know you need to do it. It's gonna lead to growth, it's gonna lead to transformation, it's gonna lead to life. But it feels really hard and scary so you gotta learn to give yourself permission. And then I went on to share a couple of different things for myself 
that I felt like were kind of tough for me. The first one was quitting. Like I grew up and I heard all the time, like you just don't quit, you never quit. Don't be a quitter. It's a negative, negative, negative thing. And so quitting things for me is super hard, super difficult. And I've entered into like the last three years of my life and I was trying some different things and I didn't want to quit them, but I had to quit them and it was very difficult. I shared also about expressing anger. That's a very difficult thing for me to do, to give myself permission to express anger. I'm kind of one of those peace guys, you know, like I love to make everybody feel good and be in the middle and break up the fight. I remember jumping into a fight in high school between like a guy who's this big, his name is Damian Vallis. He was like seven feet, he was on the basketball team and another dude who was just ripped and like way more muscly than I am, you know? And like one of them had ice skates and they were like coming at each other like this and I'm like, guys, guys. I mean, that's me. I'm like in the middle trying to break this stuff up and expressing anger or even confronting these kinds of hard things. They feel very difficult to me. And sometimes I have to give myself permission to feel and express that in a healthy way. So I don't just take it, contain it, and pack it, and push it, and it blows up later on innocent bystanders, <laughs> right? Mostly like people that I really care about. Because that's where it tends to come out the most, I think. And then I also shared a third area. And I was moving more broad last time. Because I wanted to get to a place where people could be like, yeah, that's kind of me too. And the third area I shared was authenticity. Authenticity. You know when you laugh at those jokes that aren't funny. You know when you're nodding your head and people are saying stuff and you're just going along with it simply because, I don't know, you just want to fit in better or you want like that person to think more highly of you. I don't know what it is. You want to kind of create that common ground, but you're not really being who you are. Like you're just kind of throwing it away a little bit. And so I talked about those three areas. I did want to share a quick story. Is Lincoln still in here? He's still in here, right? Yeah, there's his hand. He's my middle kid. He's in the back, Lincoln. He hung out with some friends recently and they went downtown and um, they went to Eric's, all of them. And, and they're in Eric's and they were with Eric's son, Eric's son was there. And, and um, so they go into Eric's and he comes back home and he shares this story with me and he's like, dad, we hung out at Eric's, we did all this stuff. And I gave him like $10. I was like, here, you're going out with your friends. It's like the first time on the town with just you and your friends, like take some cash, you know, spend it. And um, he's like, no, 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 I'm not. I know, not every time, but you have my permission to spend this money. He's like, I'm not gonna spend it, I'm not gonna spend it. And then he comes up and tells me the story. We went to Eric's, man, and because he was with us, the, they gave us free drinks, Dad, free drinks. And I was like, no way, what did you have? He's like, water. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, water's free. Like, it's free, you could have that anytime. He's like, oh, I didn't know. And I was like, oh, like, sweetest kid ever, man. And like so many times, like when we go out, you know what I mean? Like he's always asking permission to do things and he just didn't want to spend the money even though I gave him the permission to. You know, we have the permission to walk forward and step forward into things that will challenge us and nudge us and help us grow. We've got it, we just have to give it to ourselves. We've just got to choose it. We've just got to grab it. We've got to take the step forward. So I've got like six areas tonight that I feel like are way more encompassing. 
Six more areas, and I also want to have you practice something, and we've got 30 minutes to make it happen. All right? So I'm going to try and get through these six areas for you. Hopefully, they're somewhat entertaining and fun. Um, the first one is simply you need to give yourself permission to move on. And this one's pretty all-encompassing. This can be so many things. Right now, you're having something pop into your mind. I know you are. You're having it pop into your mind because you either did move on or you're in the place where you're thinking you need to and that certain thing kind of surfaced for you. I mean, this can be things from like with careers and jobs, right, to relationships and friendships. And, 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 and this can be about like the fact that I was hurt or I experienced like this loss or it can just be a stage of life and a season of life, and it's gonna happen, and you have to move on. You've gotta do it. And I wanna point this one out. If you don't move on, you're stuck, <laughs> right? You're right where you are. Like, you have to move on and take that next step. That's why I wanted to start with this one. I was in a job for a really long time that I talked about last time, and it was the hardest thing to accept the truth that it was time to move on. I think it was the scariest because I had no clue what I was moving on to next. No clue. But I'm over here in this space knowing that this, this isn't working. It's not working, it's not, it's, not, it's not doing it, and I know I need to take these steps, but that over there feels really scary because I have no clue what any of that is. No clue what any of that is. It's hard to do, right? It's hard to do. If you want a good book about moving on, Henry Cloud wrote the book called Necessary Endings. I push this book at least once a week on somebody. I'm like, you gotta read this book. This book is incredible. And it's mainly kind of in the business setting, right? In the CEO kind of realm of the world. But there's so much you can pull in about your own personal life and read about it. It's a great, great book, Necessary Endings. None of us do endings well. That's kind of what he mainly says in the book. Endings are really hard for us as people. I have a hard time giving away clothes or throwing away a shirt that has like 20 holes in it. Like, I don't know if that's you too. I mean, like, I get attached to things and I like the familiarity and the consistency that like that brings, but sometimes it's necessary to move on. One of the things I'm dealing with right now is a pretty deep hurt in my life. And it's a hurt that's been there, and so I talk with my therapist about it, <laughs> my therapists about it, should I say that? S on the end of therapist, in case you didn't catch that in the podcast. Um, I talk with my therapists about it, because it's a pretty deep hurt. And, and moving on hasn't been fast. That's something else that I just want to put out about moving on. Moving on might not happen fast. Because lots of times there is this period, and it's a necessary period, where you have to grieve a loss. Any ending brings a loss. Doesn't matter what it is. You could be graduating fifth grade and going into sixth grade, right? and you're losing something, and you're also starting something. 
You'll never move on to what's next if you don't move on from what's behind. And a lot of times with hurts, there's that period where you're in it and you have to feel it and you have to recognize it, you have to name it, you have to be there, but don't stay there. You've got to take the next step forward to experience healing, to get to the peace, to get to that new territory past whatever this mess was. So move on. You've got to give yourself permission to move on. That's going to keep coming up in life because life is all about change and movement and it's just happening. And so you've got to learn to move on. Move on. I talked with a friend this week and he was telling me that he's not a great self-advocate for himself, you know. And he was talking about a job he's in right now and he really feels like he needs a raise. But he's just having the hardest time in the world bringing it up, you know. And, and we were talking about, man, you've just got to do this, you know. And if it doesn't happen right for you, it might be time to move on. It might be time. All right. So you guys are all going to give yourself permission to do that one. I know that. I had to start with that one. Next one, dream out loud. You've got to give yourself permission to dream out loud. Why? Because we need whatever's inside of you. We so need it in this world. We've got to hear it. I always joke around and say that nobody asks me like what I want to do, you know, with my life anymore. Like people just assume I have it figured out and I don't and I don't ever feel like I will. But I remember giving a high school graduation speech and I talked about the fact that you're never too old to dream. You're never too old. You're never too old to try again. You're never too young to dream. Oftentimes when younger people open their mouths and throw out dreams, it's, it's sometimes the older crowd that comes along and basically gets them to shut up, right? Because they're like, well, that's pretty stupid. Or that'll never happen. Let me tell you some stories. But you're never too young. You're never too old. At that high school graduation speech, this woman came up to me afterwards. She was 60 years old. She just went back to nursing school. And she said, oh, I loved your speech. <laughs> She's like, I just went back to nursing school this year. And I'm like sitting in that space right now that like I can continue to dream, right? We need you to continue to dream because sometimes we start believing the best is behind us. But we're moving forward. We're taking those steps. And the best is not behind you. It's not. Continue to dream out loud. It's oftentimes when you start dreaming out loud that you're going to inspire someone else and that's going to rub off on them and that's going to be a little contagious and they're going to be able to dream out loud themselves. It's kind of that contagious thing that happens and we pass it from person to person to person. I'm watching this goofy Netflix show. It's called Amazing Interiors. I don't know how Netflix does it right now. Has that popped up on your guys' feed? Okay, so I'm not the only one. All right. Amazing interiors. I don't know what episode it is. Maybe like three. There's this guy and he has this dream. All right. Hold on. His dream to turn his basement into a sci-fi museum that he can open to the public. This is his dream. 
he has been collecting like all kinds of things. I mean, he's got stuff from Predator. He's got stuff from Doctor Who. He's got like stuff from Alien. All this stuff that he's amassed and he's been buying it and he spent all this money and it just sits in his house. And his wife is like, yes, let's turn the basement into a sci-fi museum so he can get this stuff out of the house. But his dream is like, I want to put this stuff on display and I want people to experience it and love it the same way that I do. He's got this friend who's helping him out in the episode, and his friend is like, I don't know how well this is gonna go over in our community, you know? Like, who's gonna show up and like walk through this guy's basement? And so they build it, and they're doing all this stuff, and at the end, opening day, he's got this huge line of people. Huge line of people that are there to see his stuff. And as they all walk through, and they talk about it, and he gets to share about it, and, and then these little kids are having a blast in there, just playing with this stuff. He's got the biggest smile on his face. And he just feels like at peace now. He's like, I did it. This is awesome. I'm telling you, we want you to be alive. We want you to feel that. We want you to chase that down. We want you to dream out loud. That probably means you're gonna try, you're gonna risk, you're gonna fail, you might succeed but give yourself permission to do all of that. All of that. All of it. Permission to dream out loud. Third one. We're to three. We're doing good. Permission to slow down. I didn't even take a drink. Some of you guys were like, he didn't even take a drink. He picked it up. He didn't even take a drink. And my wife would have corrected me. She would have been like, you picked that cup up 10 times, and you never took a drink. Um, <laughs> I know you are. I know. I could see it. I could feel it. Um, third one. This one, I don't know if this is just like a state thing, like for us here in the, the Western world, whatever. Give your permission to slow down. Slow down. Bumped into a Sky alum recently, the youth program I used to run. And I saw her probably like 10 years ago. And she probably came to Sky less than 10 times. We bumped into each other and we started talking. She was like, Phil, oh. We hug and we start chatting. And she said, you know what? I will never forget that one talk you did. And I'm like, oof, okay, now I wanna hear it. What, what one talk that I did? And she goes, when you talked about stop signs and how that's like the one time out of our day that we're like legally obligated to stop and we try not to. You know, and and I was I, I remember this talk and I, and I gave it and I was just telling people like here's the time I mean you're basically practically commanded to stop, but you're like trying to roll through it. You're trying to think no I I, I don't have time for this. I can't make this happen right now. The five seconds this will take I don't have it. I've just got to go through it. I've got to roll through it. She said that she stops all the time. She's never forgotten that talk, and she's like, every time I see a stop sign, I think about that talk, and I think about slowing down in my life. I don't know what it is, why we prefer full schedules to full hearts. I don't know. Sometimes, like, those full schedules can, like, weigh us down and tear us down and make us ragged. Here's what I want you to know. You have permission to slow down. You have permission to say yes. You also have permission to say no. 
And sometimes if you don't say no enough, you'll never be able to say yes to the things you really care about. And you'll never be able to step into that space and enjoy that space. I had friends visit yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday was my day off. It was like my day off, and I hadn't had a day off in quite a while, and my friends came, and then my phone started blowing up. And I was like, I am done with this phone today. I'm telling you what. And so I went purposely out of cell service with my friends. We did a hike. I couldn't even get your call if I wanted to, right? Like, it was awesome. And it was so good. And we just, like, walked on this hike, and we didn't have, like, a end goal. We weren't trying to, you know, like, sometimes when you talk with people around here about hikes, it's like, well, how fast did you do it? Like, you know? And it's like, no, that wasn't the point of this hike. The point of this hike was to walk as slow as possible. And to just be there and to check out the goofy goats that walk around and they're awesome and, and to hang out with our kids and to just be present. Slow down. You have permission to do this. You have permission to prioritize, simplify, minimize, rest. That's yours. Give it to yourself. If you don't, your body is gonna struggle with you. And from my experience this past year, body always wins. Body always wins. If you're not resting and listening to your body, it's gonna clobber you, eventually. It took mine a really long time, but it did it. And it put me down in a hard, hard way. And so like, build in that rhythm. Give yourself permission and even do it on a daily basis. Put it into your day, put it into your week, put it into your month, put it into your year. What would it look like for you to slow down more and rest and take that space for yourself? What would it look like? I had a, I'm working in the wedding industry and, and one of the things that I love to do is try and support wedding planners because if anybody's gonna take the brunt of the day, let me tell you who it is. It's the wedding planner coordinator because man, they tackle a lot. And I recently talked with two, and both were hospitalized last year. And so I, I got them talking about like, what in the world is going on here? And it had everything to do with like how much they were taking on and the pace that they were operating at, right? And then the stress that they would take on. And so body always wins. Take the time, give yourself some rest, give yourself permission to actually slow down and make it happen for you. Number four, this one's gonna be broad and kind of encompassing, but it makes sense to me, so I hope it makes sense to you. Um, give yourself permission to surrender the outcomes. Surrender the outcomes. Here's what that means to me, two things. I do a lot of talks like this, and I do a lot of time of like having things percolate in my mind and simmer, and they sit up there and I talk with things, and. I had some students last night ask me, they're like, how do you come up with the stuff that you're even talking about? I'm like, I don't really know, but I think about it a lot and I read a lot and I tap into a lot and then I try and put it together and I do the work. The trouble is I can't control what you do with it after it leaves my lips. I don't know your story and what you're pulling in right now even as I'm talking. I did this one whole talk and I remember talking about something very specifically, and I felt like I beat it to death. 
And then afterwards, someone came up and said, I really liked your talk. And then she proceeded to tell me what I talked about. And I was like, were you in the room? You were like, that was me you were listening to, right? I was like, where did you come up with that? I have no clue where that came from. Surrendering the outcomes for me is all about you do the work, you put in the time, you do your part, but there's a large part that you can't control. And we try to control it a lot. We waste time, we waste energy, we waste effort on trying to control. One of my things is, I love to love people. Sometimes it's a bit controlling though. And sometimes I just have to make sure that I do the work of loving them and then I let go. I let go of the rest. Simple, interesting little thing, and, and we could debate this one forever, but here's the deal. If I have the means to help someone out, right? I occasionally get asked like, hey, could you, could you give me some money? Could you make that happen for me? And I know I've got cash in my pocket, right? I'm, I'm the guy who always says, yes, I'm gonna help this person out, I'm gonna give them money. And then I've got some friends who are like, well, don't do that. You have no clue what they're gonna buy with that cash. You have no clue what they're gonna go do with that. And I'm like, you're right, I don't. This is a stranger, so I have no clue what they're gonna do with it, but I am gonna help them out. I'm gonna do my part, and I'm gonna surrender the outcome on the other side. Here's this person in my life. I'm gonna love them. I'm gonna love them. I'm gonna love them. But I can't control a lot of what they do and the actions that they choose, you know, in the world can't make that happen. As a parent, this is a pretty difficult one to surrender some of the outcomes and to learn how to love and to let go of the rest and recognize that these are other people. They're going to choose. They're going to decide. So surrendering the outcomes, that's a big one for me. Um, number five, you've got to give yourself permission to do you. Do you. Do you. This kind of hints back to the authenticity thing I was talking about at the beginning, but I wanted to hit it just a little bit more really quickly because I was speaking with someone today who went to Alaska and they were fishing and they were showing me pictures of the fish that they caught, huge fish, amazing fish. And they were like in a camper and they were just living life and it was awesome. And I get really excited by that kind of stuff. I'm like, all right, in, get the camper. Let's make this happen. School's coming up, who cares? Let's go for this. Here's the thing, I hate to fish. I hate to fish. Absolutely hate it, you know? What in the world? It's so funny because sometimes in life, we forget how to do us, like to just do you. Do the things that you do care about, that you do get life from, the things that do excite you and, and spark that passion and ignite that flame inside of your heart. Sometimes I'll listen to podcasts and I listen to this one guy and I think he's like an amazing speaker. Love the dude. And he, and he hits all these like sweet things and he does all these cool tours and he talks about this stuff and he starts these things up and I'm like, man, I should be doing that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do exactly that. I'm gonna boom, boom, boom. And before you know it, I'm just like mimicking, right? I'm wanting so bad just like everything that he does. And, 
and I get lost along the way. And then it's no longer me. It's him. And so I want to give you permission to just do you. To care about those things. To be yourself. Yes, to practice authenticity. To not be perfect. To be you in all of your crazy, weird ways. Everybody's weird. Nobody's normal. Just be you. Tackle that one. You think it would be the most natural thing in the world to do, but it's like the hardest thing ever to just do you. Number six, and then we're there. All right, number six is just be content. Give yourself permission to be content. I had this, I had this kid in high school that I played soccer with, and he was like shattering every kind of record ever on our soccer team in high school. And his dad, like, I mean, the kid scored six goals in this game, right? We're out, we're out on the field, and like, he shoots and he misses, and his dad stands up and is like, Corey! <laughs> and we would always get back to the locker room, we'd give Corey a hard time, we'd be like, Corey! <laughs> Didn't matter what this kid did, man, it was never enough for his dad. He broke like every flipping record we had, and his dad was still upset. When and how can you give yourself permission to be content? When can you say it's enough? When can you like step back and practice gratitude, right? That little muscle that if you don't work it, it like gets pretty weak. But the more you kind of work that muscle, man, you get really good at gratitude and practicing gratitude and seeing everything that's around you that really is good and awesome and amazing and so wonderful. And then you can slip a little bit more into that content space. Because we need a little bit more of that. We all do. We all need to step into that space just a little bit more. So I wanted that one to be brief. I'm going to play a song here in a minute. And here's what I want you to do. Woo! We're going crazy up here. I'm going to pass out some slips right now. And we're going to start these pins around as well. These slips are for you to take home, right? Can you guess what these slips are? They're permission slips. They're awesome. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. Because sometimes what you need is just a little catalyst, a little nudge, something really intentional. And I hope that tonight when I was talking and I was mentioning some of this, what was happening for you was maybe one of these ideas stuck, maybe one of them didn't. Maybe you had other things popping up this permission slip is all about you, and it's all about you saying, I'm going to give myself permission to do what? And hopefully this is, oh, sorry, you can pass them back. Hopefully there's an area in your life where you need to take a next step, where you need to do something, and you need to make it happen for yourself, but maybe you're never going to do it if you don't intentionally decide and figure it out. I'm just trying to pass out tons and tons of pins for people. There's more pins in the back if you didn't get one, or if yours kind of janky and it doesn't work. I give myself permission to fill in the blank. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. I'm going to play a song. I want you to get really descriptive about it. Really descriptive about it. Because here's what happens. You sit in this space, and ideas flood your mind. Tomorrow you're going to wake up, and you're going to be distracted all over again. That's how our days tend to kind of go. 
Right now, something might have popped into your mind and it's pretty clear and I want you to get descriptive about it and I want you to write it down so tomorrow, two days from now, next week, next month, when you're in that space and you feel a little bit stuck and you're kind of nervous to take that next step, you're gonna use this as the nudge and catalyst you need to pull it back out and give yourself permission. You're gonna say, no, I remember thinking about that. I remember being in that space and I wanna give myself permission too. And you're gonna read this piece of paper. This probably isn't something you're gonna like put on your car so everybody can read it. It's probably gonna be something you shove somewhere in a wallet, in a purse, in a book that you're reading or in a bedside table so that you've got it for when you need that extra little nudge. What are you gonna give yourself permission to do? To dream out loud? To slow down? To be able to express anger? To be able to quit something? To be able to start something? To be able to move on? But spell it out a little bit more. <laughs>